welcome to the Little Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell-Lewis, and thank you for joining. I hope you all are doing well out there. I hope your week is off to a fabulous, fabulous start. I am excited about the conversation I'm going to have today. I'm going to be joined by Alea Harris. She is the owner of Flourish Marketing. We're talking about the keys to abundance. So if you are a full-time entrepreneur, if you are a working entrepreneur, I think you will love this conversation that is coming. Um, Alea is going to share her own personal journey to starting her, her own successful business. And she's going to help us women give us some tips and tools of things to help us with reaching her seven keys to abundance is actually what they are. So I'm really excited to talk to her about that next. So stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Bullet Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra. All right, now it's time to talk to Aaliyah. So Aaliyah, welcome to the Globe Girl Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Kyra. I'm very happy to be here. Yes, yes. Well, before she gets to a dropping endless, endless nuggets to help us women entrepreneurs, let's find out a little bit more about you. Sure thing. So I am the owner of Flourish Marketing, which is a marketing agency dedicated to helping empire-building entrepreneurs flourish in business and in life. And we do that via strategy, story brand, sales funnel, copywriting, and bioenergetic business coaching. Fantastic. So um, before we get into some of your um tips and information you're going to share with us. Um, what was your, what is your entrepreneurial journey? How did you become a business owner? Sure thing. I, this is the second business I have owned. I actually started in the fashion and cosmetics industry and realized that those were not for me. So then I, um, got laid off. So it wasn't really my decision after that. <laughs> and I, I was trying to get a job, any job, and I could not get any job doing anything. And then one day my um, sorority sister was at my house and she said, Hey, you know, you should go to culinary school. You, uh, she was eating my food and I was assuming that she was telling me I needed to go to culinary school because the food was good, but could be better. Not because it was horrible. That's what we're going to roll with. <laughs> And so I said, okay, well, I'm literally not doing anything else besides scrapbooking, which, by the way, is a very expensive hobby when you don't have a job. Don't do, don't pick up scrapbooking just as a word to the wise. So I enrolled in culinary school at Le Cordon Bleu in Pasadena and was there for two years. And while I was there, I received the best and worst advice I have ever received in my career. It was from a grumpy chef instructor who will remain unnamed. And they <laughs> said, you know, Leah, you're good and all. You got straight A's, you, you know, whatever. But you're still going to have to work for $10 an hour for 10 years before you're ever able to make anything of yourself. Oh, wow. I said, oh, oh, right. Well, clearly you've never really met me. I know I'm in your class, but this is, you must not know who Alea is. So I took that advice and used it to motivate me further. While I was still in culinary school, I started a catering and private chef company, graduated with honors with straight A's and uh, became a private chef who toured the world with uh, stars of film and music. Um, and then as I'm sitting in the Ritz in my bathtub, um, I'm sitting there thinking, hmm, much more than $10 an hour. And it definitely did not take <laughs> me 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so um I had a great time and and um was really enjoying being able to tap into the the piece of me that loves to love people and that's truly in in that job I discovered that that is what I really was missing before loving people and finding an excuse to do that through my craft and now I have the craft of food creation and before that I had the craft of marketing. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, okay, but I still want to build my own empire. And you really can't build your own empire while you're building someone else's. Exactly. So I decided, okay, what is going to be the next step to get me closer to building my, my own empire? Because I was at that point in time, 
really had leaned into the private chef thing, was really doing catering um, on the side. And being a private chef, you are at the beck and call of, of, of your clients, especially when they are mm-hmm. um, high net worth individuals. So I transitioned from that to working at Google for Google's food team as a vendor partner. It was awesome. I still was around food. I was able to love people through food and work on a global team. And then I was promoted to be the head of marketing for North America for one of the largest corporate food service and facilities management companies in the world. The problem with that is, is I was removed from what really made my heart sing. The paycheck was lovely, lovely, lovely. That was the best part of that job. Um, But I still felt stuck. That spark that I had found that allowed me to use my craft to love other people. I could do that within my own team, but I didn't really feel like I was doing it at the large level. And then I had gained all of these skills and wasn't able to still build my empire. I was still working for someone else. Mm -hmm. So I did what a lot of people do, what I know you're doing. I started my company while I was working. And then I prayed to the universe, something that sounded like this universe. Thank you so much for the opportunity to have the time to make this like side hustle. And it's going to be my main hustle, but I have some, I have some stipulations (laughs) before I am going to take this on as my main hustle, my main gig. I need six months of savings. I'd like to pay off all of my debt. We'd like to buy a home. Um, and by the way, I'd also like to, you know, be making twice or three times. I don't remember what the number was, what mm-hmm. I was making at my, at my current job. Thank you right. so much. That's, that's when I'll quit when all yes. of that is in place. Mm-hmm. Well, I got laid off. So <laughs> <laughs> needless to say, as soon as I was praying that prayer, the universe was like, yeah, that's not the route you're going to take. And not only was I laid off, They had just spent um, $10,000 for me to go and be trained as a story brand certified guide. A story brand is a framework that savvy marketers and copywriters use to help create marketing messages that capture the attention of their ideal clients and convert them more into sales. So I was so excited to bring that back to my parent company and use it for my own company. And then they laid Mm -hmm. me off two weeks after that. So (laughs) this was February, 2020. We had no idea this pandemic thing was coming. In March, I actually had already booked a speaking gig and I, you know, shuffled around and I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I go out and I do it. And the pandemic is literally hitting right during the speaking gig. And I had specifically positioned myself to be marketing for the wedding catering and events industry. So I'm at a wedding catering and events industry conference right and the governors are shutting down the states kyra it was like walking through armageddon people were sliding down the walls running down the high hallways crying like bawling yelling i i you know was talking to someone she's like i just lost a hundred thousand dollars worth of revenue in the past 20 minutes like this was like it was truly the the time when the industry just sank right and I was like what have I done because my company at the time was called food and beverage media and marketing not a lot of places to go there with that right I was Mm -hmm. I was I had done what everyone said and I niched down right niche down to my people and my niche just blew up in my face yes So I, I was actually there at that conference and I had seen um, this woman who had put everybody, everyone that I really liked on the stages mm-hmm. were all there because of this woman, this woman named Megan Ely, who and I, I accosted her at the, at the <laughs> uh, event and I said, who are you and what do you do? I want to work with you because your people are everywhere. And she, she giggled at me and then she became my publicist after reali- uh, checking to make sure I wasn't totally insane. <laughs> and through publicity and serving and selling through the industry, I rebranded my company to be called Flourish Marketing, brought in my niche while still serving in the wedding industry. That was March. Mm-hmm. We made it till September. And in September, it's my birthday month. And I said, okay, what are we going to do here? It's a new year of you. What are you going to do? You have to make a decision. Are you going to keep doing this entrepreneurial thing? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to go back and get a job? And at that point in time, 
I had been so blessed with random money coming from places. I even had a, a lawsuit, like a civil suit that I mm-hmm. wasn't even like, you know, an immediate part of from like 10 years before. And I got like mm-hmm. thousands of dollars, like money was coming in to support me on this pathway. Mm-hmm. And so I made the decision to incorporate. And it's amazing when you put a clear intention and a heightened emotion out into the world, how things happen. So I incorporated um, as Evolution Collective Inc. DBA Flourish Marketing. Mm -hmm. And then in five months after that, we made our first six figures. And then five months after that, we doubled and again. So it was the decision to take the love that I have for people and entrepreneurs, especially helping them grow their business, the decision that I was worth it and that I was capable and that I didn't have to have everything figured out or all in place before I made my way forward. Mm -hmm. It was, it was those decisions, I guess, plural, that led me to owning um, a successful business with a beautiful team and clients who I adore now. Um, But it did take some being pushed out, of the <laughs> nest way before I thought that I was ready. <laughs> yes, because of course you prayed the prayer that said, I need all these things to be in line. In line. Of course it was going to go your way. <laughs> of course, of course. I mean, and this is not, it has not been all bubble gums and, you know, gum drops on this right. road, but the what I've learned and who I am, oh my gosh, it's so, it's so different, so much better. I'm, I like the Alea now. I like the Alea before, but I really like the Alea that I yeah. yeah, Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Cause that was so awesome. There, I'm, I know there are a lot of listeners and watchers of this podcast that are probably, probably finding themselves in a similar situation where you started. And so it is so nice to all to hear that you were able to find success. And it's not like you said, wasn't easy. You got pushed out before you were ready. You had to take some chances. You had to pivot. You had to do a lot of things that actually probably were outside of what felt comfortable for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you but you rose to the challenge and 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 look at where you are now. Yeah. So yeah. kudos, kudos, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So now, so we're going to take everybody, we're going to take this awesome framework because that is what I call what Alea just talked about. This is a framework to help us, all of us out there who want to be heading in the direction that where she is today. So let's talk about, because she is going to give us, she's, she's going to give us a, a lot of good information. So going to get more deeper into that now. So a lot of times women business owners, right? Like you, like, I kind of feel like you said, like, you feel like you're out of alignment, right? You want to do this one thing, or you have this idea of what it should be for you. And they may not be exactly walking towards the path that um, will get them, help them reach their greatest potential. Do you, can you talk about some of those signs? Oh, Actually, I have a whole guide about the signs, like literally, because there's we I did a whole virtual business abundance retreat around this because Kyra, you are you are absolutely right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is this is women will see a sign and power through that sign like it's made out of tissue paper and just keep going. And then the signs just get bigger and bigger and bigger until all of a sudden it's a brick wall and you can't power through it anymore. Yeah. It's like that man that you like, I could change him, girl. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. No, no, you can't. <laughs> a man ain't changing. If his mama couldn't change him, you can't change him. <laughs> so, t- turn and run. <laughs> turn and run. No, often when we're um, out of misalignment, it depends on what exactly is misaligned. So let me preface this by saying that, as I said in the beginning, which probably flew by most people, I am a bioenergetic business coach. So I focus with entrepreneurs on where exactly are you misaligned? And I use a system called Ness Health to pinpoint the root causes of misalignment. So I have a 
a nitty gritty perspective of what that is. So it's difficult to say, oh yeah, girl, there's three things that everybody's misaligned because in every client that I work with, it goes as far as daddy issues to gender identity, to feeling lack because, you know, you had, you were homeless and now you don't understand how, although you have make seven figures now, money feels not permanent. There's all kinds of issues for people that cause misalignment. But I usually like to start with what I call the abundance keys or for those who are more woo like me, your chakra system. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do have it in my guide at flourishmarketing.co slash recalibrate. It's a free guide. And in there, it tells you when you're misaligned, when you're aligned and like how to get back in alignment. Mm -hmm. But if I were you, most likely it's, we're talking about the first three systems here the energy centers, the abundance keys, and they center around trust, compassion, and creativity and willpower. A lot of the times when trust is out of whack, you don't feel like you have a firm foundation. You don't trust yourself. You don't trust other people, which prevents you from doing things that you need to scale, like delegate. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say blanketly this is true for everyone, but this is true for a lot of entrepreneurs. The first person that you hire as a 1099, not necessarily a W-2 employee, but the first person that you hire should be a VA. That VA is going to help you get your poop in a group. Because when you are a solopreneur, you will quickly determine that there's a lot of admin stuff that takes up a lot of time and stresses you out. There are people who actually rather enjoy doing that. They make their careers doing that. They're called virtual assistants. And they're magicians sent from heaven if you find a great one. The problem is if your trust is out of whack, you don't feel like you can delegate. So I want you to write an SOP, a standard operating procedure for everything that you do. So I didn't do this. I started, I hired the VA. Thank God I had a, a VA that was rolling with the punches because I had, I was like, yeah, do this. Nope, never mind. It's not that. Do this. And she was like, okay, <laughs> we're going to roll with you. But now I was at the point and I have a smaller membership and I'm getting ready to launch a larger one. And in the, but I'm keeping the smaller one there to do totally different things. Mm-hmm. In the smaller membership, my team is revamping it for me. And they're like, well, what exactly did you, did you do to, to build this or what, you know, cause it's just been rolling. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I have no idea. I didn't <laughs> write it down. I didn't. So they're not going through systems, trying to piece together puzzles because it, it works in its current model. But as soon as you try to change something, it's like, I think we're about to blow it up. I think, my, I think it's smoking <laughs> and I hear a sound that's not how that's supposed to work. Right. If I had written SOPs when I was by myself, standard operating procedures, I could have one, delegated the initial creation of it sooner. And now that we're tweaking it a couple years later, they would be able to say, oh, this is exactly what you did. Mm-hmm. But the only way I could do that is if my trust is in alignment for myself, that when I'm writing those standard operating procedures, they are correct and that they will change, knowing that they will change and mm-hmm. that somebody else can delegate them. I mean, I can delegate them to somebody else. Right, right. So trust is that is that first thing that's when, it, when it's out of alignment, you will not be able to build your empire. That is your foundation. Um, it's also about trusting in the universe and trusting that your role in this whole big shebang is about 10% of the overall responsibility. Don't try to control everything. First of all, you're just going to be stressed out unnecessarily. You're going to have body issues. You're going to have, you know, for me, when I'm stressed, I break out into hives. It's super sexy. Let me tell you. Like it's, it's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. So you need to be able to say, I control 10% of this and I trust the universe and I trust the synchronicities out there. I trust God. I trust Allah. I trust Jesus, whatever deity you want to trust to handle the rest. I've done my part. There's so much that you don't know, can't know, won't understand that it's better to just let it go. Mm-hmm. And if you let it go, you open up yourself for surprises and good things to come your way that you weren't expecting. People to put your name out in circles that you didn't know existed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so for example, I did, I try, I'm not, I am not perfect, but I try to do this. Um, and I, like I said, I became a story brand guide. 
and I'm like in the community and there's like 700 ish of us and we're all marketers and I'll, you know, contribute to the community. And someone put my name in the circle when there was a position open to actually be on the stage with the creators and the people that are the heads of StoryBrand. They're like, oh yeah, Leia needs to do that. And if I had tried to control everything, I would have probably um, pushed forward, would have probably come off too aggressive, would have probably like actually turned people off. But because I was just there to network and build and trust the process, I now teach alongside the creators and the people who have their doctorates in this system because my name was mentioned in rooms that I was not in because I let it go and the universe handled it. That's what trust can give you, Mm -hmm. right? As opposed to powering through. So that's the first one. You ready for the second one, Kyra? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The second one where you're miss and misalignment is often compassion and uh, creativity. That's if we're going for the chakra, the, the bottom is your root chakra where trust is this creativity center sometimes gets a little confused with the trust. They're very close. And you kind of will feel it in that lower kind of gut, like right where your uterus or your bladder is mm-hmm. like right around there. When that's out of alignment, you can do all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when that's out of alignment, you can have everything from sexual dysfunction, over-sexual, under-sexual, to feeling unattractive, to feeling uncharismatic, to feeling like you cannot create, to feeling like because that's blocked, you can't listen to your intuition because you haven't created anything. So you don't prove to yourself that you're, that you are creative. And so then you don't trust yourself and then everything just goes to crap again. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's that center that is, is for me, volatile and magical and explosive, Mm -hmm. but you have to channel it in the right direction. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So a lot of the times people say, well, I don't have green hair or, you know, wear bright pink lipstick. So that means I'm not creative or I don't know how to draw or sing or act. So I'm not (laughs) creative. Right. Mm -hmm. They think of artistic folks as Mm -hmm. creative. I can't draw to save my life. Right. (laughs) But I've created a business out of nothing during a pandemic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would say that I'm very creative. One of the things that I like people to remind themselves of is regardless, if you know how to do artsy fartsy things, you are a powerful creator. This is a center where your words matter and the things that you want to create out in the world matter. To get into alignment, you need to get clear on your intention. What is it that you want to create? What type of life do you want to create? Don't just say, Mm -hmm. I want to create a business. And please don't say you want to create a hustle or a grind or a side hustle, because that means that it will be difficult. I mean, hustling is hard, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You You don't want to live your life hustling just because that's what it feels like right now, because you're trying to, if you're, especially if you're working in your nine to five and doing something on the side, it feels hard now. You don't want that to be what it's like five years from now. Exactly. So be specific. What do you want? Financial freedom, a legacy of abundance, a bank account that you don't have to like open up every single time you purchase something, right? No debt, no student loans, right? Mm -hmm. Happy kids. You want a partner in life. What do you, what do you want? Get clear and then feel the heightened emotion around that and pick some words that you will say to yourself In the same way that you obsess over your worries, you are obsessed over your future success. So instead of the internal kind of uh, narrative in your head being, I got this bill, I got to do this thing, I got to pick up the thing. Oh, I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't know if I believe in myself. Oh, I don't know if I have the money. If I don't, I don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what it sounds like for most Mm -hmm. of us, if we're honest, right? Instead, catch yourself and you say, Oh no, my phrase is, I'm a powerful creator. My phrase is, I am financially abundant. My phrase is, I'm leaving a legacy for my kids. And then take a moment and feel what that feels like in your body. Say the words out loud. Say them until they become an automatic response. And you're channeling that creative energy into what you actually want to create. Because the creative energy is helping you create something regardless. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to create? Are you going to create more of what you don't want, more of what's happening now, or more of what you 
do want what you can have in the future. Yes. Love that. Third thing, Kyra. Number three. Number three. This is your willpower and self-esteem. If you're talking about your chakras, this would be your solar plexus chakra right underneath your sternum, like in your rib cage area. First of all, most likely you need a snack and a nap. Because if you are an entrepreneur, this is where we, we just blow this center out, right? And we are tired. You're tired. Yes. And you're like, oh, but it's okay. I'm just going to power through. I'm just going to push through. That's cool for a little while. Cute, cute. That's not going to last forever, right? Mm -hmm. And you do not want to train your body that that will last forever. I'm going to tell you a cautionary tale because I totally did this. And uh, (laughs) that's why I'm telling you not to do it. So when when I was in this pandemic and trying to make this work and with all of this stuff in my business... I was working seven days a week, 14 to 16 hours a day. And I'm a hard worker. So, and I have, I have no problem focusing, no problem honing in. Um, But that might be okay if you have like a five day sprint or something. Right. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, you've, you've launched this amazing product or something. I still don't recommend that. I still recommend, you know, future (laughs) planning, but I was doing this for months then all of a sudden I couldn't walk right. And I was limping and I could only stay awake for maybe like three to four hours at a time. I had to take a rest and I went and I got a naturopathic doctor. I had actually activated, you know, your DNA is all there, but you can turn on and off your genes. And I had turned on the genes for autoimmune disease. And I had such stress that my, I hadn't experienced any symptoms like this before in my life. Not only was it hives and bloating and inflammation, but I was limping, couldn't walk, was deciding if I needed a cane or not, couldn't move correctly, wasn't sleeping properly. All of this brought on because I had overused willpower to try to reach my dreams. Mm -hmm. Forget that 10%, 90%, 10% my job, 90% the universe's job. I was seeing that it was 120% my job. Mm -hmm. And I destroyed my body. I also had brain fog, so I couldn't think straight. Mm -hmm. And when you're trying to create, you need to use your brain to do that. So what did I do? I started taking better care of myself. And when, and I was on all the supplements for my naturopath, I was trying to figure out how to channel my, my stress. I started, restarted meditating, was seeing my spiritual coach, went to a chiropractor, had this whole team of little women putting me back together. (laughs) And I was able to get back to my center. I don't, I, yes, now still deal with minor symptoms from the autoimmune disease, but I'm in Pilates four times a week. I can hike. I can, you know, I'm awake. I don't have brain fog. The the majority of the symptoms are gone, but I had to restore myself. Don't be me. Don't pull an Alea. That's what will happen if you continue to hustle and hustle hard without a nap, without some boundaries, without clearness on your calendar. A book that might help you is called The One Thing by Gary Keller. My business coach actually turned me onto this recently. And yes, I'm a coach. And yes, I still have my business coach. And yes, I mm-hmm. still have my spiritual coach because coaches need coaching too. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you go to a business coach, you should ask them who their coach is because they are human beings just like you. Anywho, I digress. <laughs> this book will help you prioritize by helping you understand how to ask and answer the question. What do I need to do now, this week, this month, this year that will make everything else easier or unnecessary? Because my friends, you do not have to do all the things. When you do all the things, it's usually you're making a decision out of fear. And that first center, that trust center is being rocked out of alignment, right? What do you need to do now to make everything else easier or unnecessary? necessary. I plan my entire 2022 this way. I closed down products. I raised prices. 
I only am launching one thing in mm-hmm. all the whole year. I'm launching it three times. I'm only launching one thing as opposed to last year where we launched all the things. And my team was like, Leia, no, no, stop. Put the launch button down. Put the launch button down. <laughs> And I was like, okay, what can we do? This is supposed to be fun, remember? Mm -hmm. This is supposed to be the life that you love. This is supposed to be you on more vacations. This is supposed to be you spending more time with your kids or your spouse or your friends or your family. Right. Not doing all the things. Yeah. So read the book, prioritize, and take a snack and a nap. So then you're getting your first three energy centers in alignment so that you can move forward more effectively. Yes. Love that. Thank you for sharing. That You're was welcome. That was top notch advice. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was over here saying, you know, several uh, through all three at some point of the things that you were saying. Oh, guilty. Guilty. <laughs> guilty. I need a snack and a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that also, um, information comes so like in such a timely form sometimes because I was uh, I've been having that same conversation with myself is like what can I do to make things easier you know what can I put into place like I don't have to do all the things but the things I'm going to do how do I make those things be more seamless so that I'm not like doing it it's like hard work every time like all yep. the time so, yeah yes yep. yes so that you were, you were just, your conversation was delivered to me in a perfect, perfect moment. I <laughs> am so glad that's, that's that 90% right there. Mm-hmm. That universe, that spirit, that God, that, that's what yes. that is. <laughs> yes. And I'm definitely going to check this book out for sure. Cause I, I need some help myself. Okay. So you've, you can tell us seven keys, the seven keys of abundance. Mm-hmm. I've already told you the first three. So we got three. Are you going to yes. share the rest with us? Are you going to give us some more? I'll give, you, I'll give you the cliff notes because otherwise this podcast cliff, will be like cliff four notes. hours long. Yes, we will take cliff notes, my friend. Okay, so you've already done the first three. So you have your trust, you have your creativity, mm-hmm. and you have your willpower. And those are the, the three that we often use when we're like in our in like our fight or flight, like especially in the beginning of entrepreneurship, like let's do this thing. <laughs> Yes. Then you finally go up your body to your heart center. Yes. This is where the information and energy that you have surrounding and penetrating your body gets imprinted. When you're able to elevate positive emotions on a regular basis, like feeling of abundance, doesn't matter what you see with your eyes, mm-hmm. feeling abundant feeling free, feeling grateful. I'm reading another book or read another book called uh, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it talks about gratitude is one of the best manifestation tools, because when are you grateful for something? When you already have it, right? So being grateful for that flourishing business, being grateful for that new partner, being grateful for that healthy baby. Or for me, right now, I really want a puppy. So I'm really grateful for that puppy right? Yes. That means I'm sending the messages out to the universe and to myself that it already exists. And I'm just waiting for it to walk through the front door Mm -hmm. to show up in my bank account. Mm -hmm. So in your heart center, your heart physically is, you know, pumps blood. Your heart also actually has neurons in it. So it does some thinking has like for, for like a high level overview, it has brain cells in it. Mm -hmm. Your heart actually thinks and reacts and manifests and bring things to life and causes your body and your energy to move in space. So by programming emotions into your heart and allowing that heart to pump those emotions throughout your body and your energy field, you are then doing one of those things that makes everything easier or everything else easier or unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then let's move up to your throat. This is your communication center. Are you being honest with yourself? Are you actually doing what you want to do? Are you saying what you want? Are you being clear with your boundaries, with your intentions, and how you want to be respected and treated? I'm just going to tell you right now, no, you don't have to work with that client. Yeah, that one, the one that's stressing you out, the one who's trying to haggle your prices, the one who's trying to tell you that you cost too much, you do not have to work with that client. Before you come up with pricing, by the way, 
It has to do with communication. It also is a marketing decision. Don't be so emotional about it. People are like, oh, but I don't know if I'm worth that. Am I <laughs> worth that? Probably yes. But take it back to what are your costs? And then usually a great rule of thumb for a service-based business is to take your costs and then triple it. And that somewhere around there is what you should be charging, mm-hmm. right? So if you're like, like, and this is your own time too, right? Mm-hmm. So if you take, if you value yourself, like I value myself at $300 an hour. And when I'm costing my services. So if I take my time plus my team's time, that's why my stuff costs that much. Not because I'm like, today I feel like I'm worth $3,000. No, <laughs> right? That's, that's silly because then tomorrow I might feel like I'm worth 10 and then the next day I might feel mm-hmm. like I'm worth two. That's not a, a rational entrepreneur business decision. You're building an empire here on a sturdy foundation. Right. So communicate your prices based off of something that feels logical to you. So when someone asks you how much it costs, you don't say, oh, well, you know, it's $250. I mean, is that okay with you? Is that okay? <laughs> okay yes. with you? Fatal no. mistake. <laughs> you say it's $250. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here's all with the other stuff. I don't even say, oh, I, I just, I just can't keep push, pushing. It's $250. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I love the point that you made about you don't have to work with the person who's going to haggle you on your prices. Like Mm -hmm. you don't, you know, you don't, you know, you know, just move on. Okay. Thank you. Because when you're in that situation, you're making the assumption that those are the only people that will ever work with you and they're right in front of your face. So you have to accept it. Mm -hmm. Girl, please. Let me give you an example. There's a product that we have that all of our copywriting clients have to come in to first. It's a strategy session because if we don't know what type of messaging you're doing, we'll put together your story, brand, brand script, all of that juiciness. We need that in order to write copy. We can write random words, but you're Mm -hmm. not coming to us for random words. You're coming to us for copy that brings you more clients, right? Right. This strategy session, I knew I was uh, slightly underpricing myself, but I didn't know by how much. I was charging $9.75, which was an increase from the $700 something dollars that I was charging before. Mm-hmm. I go to my business coach, who's also a story brand certified guy, and she goes, I do half of what you do, and I charge $3,500. And I'm like, Excuse me, ma'am? <laughs> you charge three times what I charge? Mm-hmm. Actually, more than three times what I charge. And she goes, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, I just don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I'm worth that. You've been doing this for so long that all of that narrative comes in, right? Mm -hmm. And she goes, okay, that's fine. Just know that when the client is shopping around for story brand certified guides and they choose you and then like somebody else chooses me, we're doing the exact same work and you're getting paid a third less. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ouch. Mm -hmm. She goes, so let's not do that. <laughs> and so this is me. I was like, well, I'm going to raise it to 2,500 first and then like see how it goes. Cause all of this was me basically saying, I don't know if people will pay that. I don't know if right. I'm worth that. Mm-hmm. Then well, I did something that I encourage everyone to do. I'm pro- I productize my services, meaning I have 25 to 30 page long documents for each service that h- highlights what it is, how to execute it. So I can turn over that document to someone else. And they could execute it in, in the same way that I would. Mm-hmm. As I was going through, I was refreshing my strategy session. And I was like, well, what are the costs? I did exactly what I'm telling you to do. How much does this cost me? And I realized that in my original calculation, I didn't factor in my own time. Mm-hmm. I factored in my own time. I factored in my team's time. And, you, mm-hmm. and I factored in the profit margin that I wanted. It came out to about $3,500. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And then I just, I told the team, I put my little click up task. I said, let's guess what we're doing today, guys. Um, and I had clients and I was like, yes. And I said, and you say, it's all about how you say it, right? Honest communication. Yes. It's $3,500. Okay, great. So is there like a list? And right now we have a wait list. So let me, mm-hmm. let me just roll this back to you real quick. Mm-hmm. It was $9.75. That meant for my overall year. I was going to have to try to have my sales team sell more clients because mm-hmm. we want an average client value of a certain dollar amount, which means that if the 975 is where they start with us, we have to sell a whole lot more. Right, right. Now my sales team can sell less, focus on higher quality. My team is not going to have to do as much work. I'm not going to be as much stressed 
out, we can focus on the longevity of the clients, the client care will go up yeah. all because I raise my price and I have a wait list of people waiting on me. Yes. And BT dubs, the clients that pay $3,500 are so much better than, I mean, I love my clients, but then some of the clients that actually the ones who like didn't sell, but like saw that it was 975 and were like, oh, I think I could swing it. I don't know. It's under a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a waste of time, energy and effort. Mm -hmm. When I raised it to 3,500, I was changing my ideal customer just enough where it was people that were like, yeah, I see the value in that. Yeah. I totally understand where this is going to take my business. Mm -hmm. I see that you've done this for clients before. Sign me up. Oh yeah. I'll get on the wait list. I understand the value. I don't mind waiting for a month to get started. As Can you do this now? I needed it yesterday. And Mm -hmm. by the way, this thousand dollars I'm taking out of the mouth of my child. So you better (laughs) make it work. Like (laughs) <laughs> no, carry on without carry, me. <laughs> carry on. Yes. So when you are communicating your worth and you understand and you're communicating it to yourself in a way that you understand, mm-hmm. life changes. Life yes. changes. That was one of the things that I did that made everything else easier or unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Right? Love that. Yes. So that's 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 a deal. We got we got two more left to go. Okay. The, 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 the second to last one is your third eye. It's, it's, you know, it's what people think of your source of your intuition. Mm-hmm. The only way to really, this, this one and the next one, the next one is like your crown chakra. That's your connection to spirit, connection to God. doesn't mm-hmm. really matter if you're religious, if you're not religious. Uh, for me, they're all terms for a universal love, a universal source, a universal way of connecting and realizing that you are divine. You're part of the divine. But in this body, honey, you are not, you know, all powerful. You need some help. Mm-hmm. Those top two ones, you need to meditate. I could sit here and go on and yeah. on and on about like all the things and why and why. You just need to meditate. Just believe me. Sit yes. down, get an app. I love chanting the Anaihu meditation, which you can find online. It's um, at msia.org. Um, as there's an example and step-by-steps on how to do it, or you can download the recalibration guide at flourishmarketing.co slash recalibrate, and you can go ahead and get um, some direction. But take a step back, bef- take your snack, meditate, then take your nap. And <laughs> I promise you, it helps align all of those chakras, all of those energy centers to get back in balance. And it helps give you a grander perspective. You also will become more aware in the present moment and you'll see synchronicities, which are uh, the universe, God telling you, you're going in the right direction. Go that way. Mm-hmm. There's feedback all around you, right? Yeah. When I, um, there's um, a, a seminar or training called Insight Seminars, which is truly a powerful and life-changing experience. And one of the activities they do in Insight Seminars is, I don't, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure I'm going to set it up correctly, but you're in the middle of a circle, your eyes are closed. There are people all around you and there's an opening and you're spun all around and you're just trying to walk towards the opening. And everyone around you will clap when you're walking closer to the opening Mm -hmm. and will stop clapping when you're not. Hmm. When you're on course, they clap. When you're off course, they're silent. It's a metaphor for the way that the universe works. You have to pay attention though and take those moments Mm -hmm. to intentionally say, wait a minute, what's going on around me? You need to journal, you need to meditate, you need to let go of some crap that's holding you back so you can look and say, okay, that the universe is clapping, man. It's in this way, right? This is the direction that I need to go. And yes. in order to tune into that, you need to meditate. Yes. And those yes. are, those are all of the abundance keys. <laughs> Love all of those. That was fantastic. And first, and and I love that there's an example that goes along because you have walked this journey and you gave us such great examples that are so real. And th- so thank you. Thank you for your transparency in your yeah, absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Okay. So now you have to tell us and anybody out there watching, listening, um, how they can find you online, how they can learn more and how they can work with you. 
Absolutely. So again, the first thing that was the most relevant to this conversation is to go and get that recalibration guide. So you can then go to flourishmarketing.co slash recalibrate to get your recalibration guide. It goes in depth onto when you're in alignment, out of alignment, it has books, it has video resources, it has uh, meditations, it has activities, it has mantras, it has journal prompts, all of that related to each of these seven abundance keys. You can also, when you're there at flourishmarketing.co, click that big button that says schedule a call. (laughs) And that's how you can get to work with us. If you just want to hang out with me on the gram, you can also follow me at Alea Harris, A-L-E-Y-A-H-A-R-R-I-S. And there we can, you can learn more about me and we can, we can move forward in this lovely relationship that's budding. Yes, yes. And we will, you can also check show notes. We'll put all these links there as well. Fantastic. Well, all right. I think I have enough time to get my five things in with you. So okay, got five things with the Leia. We get to know you a little bit uh, on a deeper level. So let's start. First question is, how do you start the day? Huh. How I would love to tell you I start the day is by, you know, having an hour to meditate. And then I take another hour. Have you ever heard people that say that? I'm like, what time do you wake up? Yeah. yeah. Like I am not a morning person. This is how I really start my day. I get up after pressing snooze once I go, I make my smoothie. I take my infaceuticals, which are charged energy droplets that allow you to help your energy field, your body field, your chakras, your abundance keys stay Mm -hmm. in alignment I take my supplements from my, my, um, my naturopath. And then I come and I get centered for maybe about like 10 minutes. I do like a quick little meditation. Mm -hmm. I play my, um, affirmation kind of tape. And I say that out loud. And then I have my one thing time from that book I was telling you about Mm -hmm. locked off. That's my focus time. Oh my gosh, that's a game changer. It seems so simple, but it's non-negotiable time. I do it every single day, five days a week. Mm-hmm. Things that I were trying to was trying to do for four months, I fi- finished in a week because I just sat down and did it and was try- not trying to do all the things at once. Mm-hmm. So, and then I just, I go about my day from there, but I, I handle the most important things that will, again, make everything else easier or unnecessary. I put those in the morning when your willpower is strong. Willpower is a finite resource. By the time your day is getting towards the afternoon, you're done. You're not mm-hmm. going to sit and be like, oh, yeah, now let me use my brain to do the most important <laughs> thing of the day. No, exactly. Use it in the morning. And for me, it's not the early morning. It's like around 10. Because if mm-hmm. I, I am, again, not a morning person, I am not the one who's like, let's wake up at six. I wake up at a good eight, 830. <laughs> and then we take it from there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. I do what I want. And that's right. Um, what's one goal that you've set for yourself um, this year? In 2022, we are building 222 empires. We are doing that through our done for you clients. We're doing that through our membership own it, which we are launching this year own. It's all about how we can teach you to reach your first six figures and having your business, not own you and you owning it instead. We're also doing that by building our empire, by incorporating our growth inside of that. And then that one also is for the empire of our team members, because the way Flourish Marketing is structured, we have female entrepreneurs, for the most part, female entrepreneurs, always entrepreneurs working for us. And as we grow, they grow. Awesome. Um, How do you spend a day off? Mm, I nap. Um, I hang out with my husband. He's my best friend, my favorite person. We usually will go, we, we do this and we watch Bridgerton on Netflix and they, we loved how they promenaded. So we'll go on promenades. Um, I love reading. So I'm like, especially now cuddle up on the couch with a book and, and some tea, um, chill out. We might go and visit friends or go hang out with family. Just pretty, pretty chill, pretty mm-hmm. chill. Trying not to email and all of that now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, what songs are in your current playlist? What are you loving in your playlist right now? 
I actually um, have uh, two things. One, I'm a big Mariah Carey fan. So there's always Mariah Carey in there. Mm -hmm. And two, um, I ran this retreat called the Virtual Business Abundance Retreat. And I created a playlist for it. And I still Mm -hmm. haven't gotten sick of it yet. So if you want to listen to it, you can find it on on Spotify. It's a Virtual Business Abundance Retreat playlist. It has everything on there from Lizzo to Panic at the Disco to Spice Girls. (laughs) Nice. nice. Love it. Love it. And last, how do you end the day? I end the day with TV time with my husband. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he is a night owl. He's a college professor. So he, he also doesn't need as much sleep as I do. I need sleep, man. (laughs) So um, I'll go to bed at, at midnight. He says, Oh, it's midnight. My wife's turning into a pumpkin. And then I know that this sounds ridiculous, but he tucks me in. Um, and gives me like my little kiss on the forehead, snuggles me with my pillow and then goes back and he's grading papers or watching TV or whatever. But that's how I end my night. I get a little tucky tuck from my husband and it makes me feel like everything is all right in the world. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> well, Alea, this has been so great. This, I love this conversation. I love all the information that you've provided. It is just, it's very helpful to, I'm so glad. Yes, especially as be, being an entrepreneur and being a working entrepreneur. There are so many things that seem like they're simple, but it's like, but I was, but I'm not doing those things or I'm not right. making things easy for myself because I'm, I'm exerting all of my willpower because I'm always pushing through. Yep. And I definitely am guilty and I am going to, I've heard that on more than one occasion. So I'm going to definitely work on that. I'm so glad to hear that. It will pay off for you in the long run, for sure. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You always can come back here and share with us. Thank you. All right. So everyone stay tuned. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Glove Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Thanks again to Alea for joining us today. If you want to learn more about her, you can go to her website at Flourish Marketing Co. Also, make sure you are following Glow Up Girl. We are at Glow Up Girl on Instagram. If you want to know more about us, you can visit our website at glowupgirl.com. Also, if you want to watch this episode, if you're only listening, you can head over to our YouTube. We are Glow Up Girl. So just go there. Um, And if you are on a platform that allows for you to leave us a review, we would love it if you would leave us a review. I have to tell you, I don't know about you, but today was so great. I loved all of Alea's seven keys to abundancy. It was so great and so timely and very needed. So make sure you head over to her site and check our show notes for all the links so that you can get the document she talked about earlier. And just so you can learn more about her and her work, because it's very exciting work that she's doing. I love, love storytelling and was, um, and am so on board with all things marketing, as you all probably know. As always, before I go, I'd like to leave you with a little inspiration. Today's quote comes from Wayne Dyer. Abundance is not something we acquire. It is something we tune into. Until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone, and thank you for listening.